0: Hey everybody, it's Sarah from I Am No Man. So, the episode that you're about to listen to, as I said before, we are doing our part to social distance, so we used Zoom to record this. I've cleaned up a lot of the times that the internet got a little fuzzy, but beyond that, obviously the, the audio quality isn't normally what you're up to just deal with it. Like we are, we we will be back recording with each other as soon as these restrictions lift a little bit. But until then, we hope you guys are doing well. We hope you're doing your part by social distancing and washing your damn hands, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Fool. No man can kill me. I am no man. Don't worry. She's got help. Don't ever call me. Doll. No.
1: I'm a motherfucking one baby. All right. I don't need
0: a man if behold me too tight. I'm a motherfucking woman, baby that's right. I'm the my ladies
1: here tonight. I'm a motherfucker.
0: Hello everybody, welcome back to I Am No Man. What? I'm gonna, read, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I to redo this, but now. But what's what? what?
1: Uh, I just kind of dance along with your your cadence.
0: <laughs> I might leave this in. We'll see. No, I've have been doing that a lot, especially when I've been breaking in our script reads. It, the, like, I was loopy on Saturday, and the, and there was a bunch where I was just like.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Um, you know when you say something so often, it ends up being like a song to you. Mm-hmm. like i can i can recreate for you exactly how my dad would answer the phone at work mm-hmm. because he does it exactly the same every time oh well out of parts can skin can help you <laughs> like <it> is, <laughs> he doesn't do that anymore because he's retired but
0: yeah but yeah i mean well it's like well it's like anytime it'd be like blockbuster James jameson this is sarah how am i helping you
1: Right, or like when they'd make us, remember when they would make us say all those long-ass things like millions of titles coming, you know, for great prices or whatever. God!
0: Wasn't was there one where it was like, make it a blockbuster night tonight, this is Sarah. Yeah. I hated that shit. Okay, take two. All right. Hello everybody, welcome back to I Am No Man. This is your look at women, asterisk in the media. I'm your host as always, Sarah Jameson. And with me tonight is, well, it's just Kelsey tonight it's just me it's just mom and me so um we are starting my cycle tonight which god help us (laughs) and um we are starting tonight with a little palette cleanser after and Tour pet detective i chose the pilot episode of uh veneno which is on hbo max Mm -hmm. and kelsey before you say anything the episode title is probably going to be called for you spanish speakers
1: <laughs> I watched it in the Spanish audio. I did have the English subtitles on. Mm-hmm. I I understood a lot better than I expected to. Which so is really exciting. did
0: I. Like I was really impressed with how much like my brain was forming the sentences together. Mm-hmm. And, I was and, having uh, a
1: lot of trouble taking my notes in English.
0: <laughs> my problem is, and you can probably attest to this as well, because this the show is set in Spain, and I'll tell will for our viewers. I'll, our viewers. Listeners, I will let them know what the series is about before we go get into discussing it, because this is a little bit more obscure, but I would hope more people would, watch, would start watching I mean,
1: thanks, B.O. It's, it's, it's not it like a, a VHS tape you share amongst your friends.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, my biggest issue with the Spanish was, because it's set in Spain, it's the Vesotros thing that mm-hmm. no teacher ever taught me. And I'm like, uh. oh, so I'm like, I'm like, what? Oh, What?
1: I had a couple of teachers who were from Spain, so I got that. And I had a teacher who was from Equatorial Guinea. Let me tell you.
0: Yeah, please tell this story for the the audience. I want to hear this.
1: The way that he pronounces words, because it's the only country in Africa that still has Mm -hmm. Spanish as a main language. Uh And because that language, you know, the way they used it was so influenced by all of the people who were... Mm -hmm you know like born in that country before it was created to be equatorial guinea whatever it, it's like the people who were you know like the indigenous people were right. calling that land before white people came in and named it something um you know they had all of their you know languages and and uh what's really interesting about that area of africa is a lot of those languages have a lot of like back of a throat um like influences and right. utilizations right. and mm-hmm. um English is very like middle of the mouth mm-hmm. if you think of like yeah, the entire I know. mouth
0: mm-hmm.
1: as like a lemon you know English is very Ooh, middle of okay. the middle of the lemon and then Spanish so is very very you know mouth very mouthy <laughs> very lips
0: <laughs> absolutely um, I don't really have any big news to, big femme uh, fem news to report um, as of this recording. The only thing I can really say is go Corey Bush for calling all the bullshit out after mm. this insurrection. She is mm. coming for blood and I'm here for it.
1: I mean, she's really living that St. Louis life. She's like, what the fuck are you going to do to me? I've already been maced. I've already been beaten by cops. I've already I mean, been, you know, she's homeless especially- she's- in my car. Right, right, right. Like what? What? What are you gonna and do like, now? Like, uh, then
0: done that. And maybe it's because I'm a native St. Louisan as well, but it drives me crazy when like all of these, like, so, like don't get me wrong, she's getting media attention for for being Cory motherfucking Bush, but I'm so sick of these like like The View or whatever being like, you came really from nothing. What are you gonna do in Washington? And I'm like, Megan McCain, calm your ass down.
1: But I mean. That's kind of where Corey was coming from. She was correct. You know, so it'd be one thing if, like, you suddenly became famous and people were like, you are nothing. You're like, mm, I was we a spoiled in. little girl whose mommy had a maid. So, like, not so much nothing. Um,
0: Ooh, but, that read. Like, Ooh, that read.
1: I mean, it's not reading if it's from an encyclopedia of facts, is it? Maybe. <laughs> no, it is. it's not. No, it's not. But, you know, like, that was part of Cori Bush's platform is she's like, every, every, every identity of the downtrodden, I have lived and I understand it and I will fight for you because it is fighting for me.
0: Mm. And I mean, I, I'm just, I'm also, I, I'm really truly just here for not only just calling the BS out, but just holding these lawmakers who assisted in this, domestic in this insurrection and just... Mm-hmm responsible and every time that Holly's account tweets something out she's on that shit being like why are you even talking go resign
1: right Delete your account
0: yeah basically that so but let's talk about why we're here tonight which is veneno episode one la noche k cruzamos the mississippi the night we crossed the mississippi um so veneno is this show Mm -hmm. about christina ortiz uh also known as Labano, who at one time was the most famous trans woman in Spain in the 90s. Um, she was a prostitute who got discovered by this in- insane talk show, which I've looked up the talk show. It's like it's the stuff that basically came on after midnight like like, oh. you like yeah, like your parents would watch after you went to bed like one of those
1: Right it was like a Springer type thing but without yes. fighting.
0: Yeah, basically that I, 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 it's, it's Spain, so I'm assuming it's a little bit more sexy than that, you know. Well, yeah. So, um, but I mean, and the show itself is Christina's life, also the life of her book's author, Valeria Vega Vegas, who it, whose life is also shown in the show as well. I mean, it, this is, before I really get into this episode, this, this show is just so incredible. I've been up Kelsey's ass about watching it. I'm so sorry that I basically had to force her hand for this.
1: I mean, so like the thing is when, whenever anyone tries to get me to do something, my initial reaction is no, never. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, that's, I wrote down, well, no wonder Sarah's obsessed. It's trans and journalism. Like, of course, so it was basically <laughs> made for you in the same way that Glee was made for me.
0: I mean, I mean, uh, so let's just, t- let's just j- jump in. Um, so what I, what the, the show does so well is with, Christina's story and with Valeria's story with the with the past and the present, it plays with time so well. It jumps so effortlessly between these two stories, and it does that like right from the opening scene with this flashback to Valeria's Valeria's first experience with Christina, which is when, like I said, you know her parents were watching it after you know she'd gone to bed, mm-hmm. and and that was that was the one and that was the first thing that I noticed on this rewatch is just I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like the time jumps are just so flawlessly done. I love that Christina's influence is felt even before we like see her face to face on screen. It's like, she's Mm. just treated with such reverence. Like that scene in uh, Modern Day Valencia Mm -hmm. where she asks for the cigarette and we don't see her face, but like Mm -hmm. Amparo is just like gagging because she knows who it is. So yeah.
1: Yeah, she's Um, like like an ethereal, you know, like a, mm
0: -hmm. like a fae. Yes, that's a perfect description. Um, While we're on this scene, who else remembers Snake? Because I know my phone did not have that in 2006.
1: Oh, I remember. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm older than you. So yeah, I remember Snake. (laughs) I didn't really play it because it would just get so frustrating. I'd just be like, eh, fuck it. I'd like... like
0: it's fine oh, until you're, it's fine until the snake body is like so cumbersome that you're just like, eh, 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 eh nope. Um, I love also in this pilot that it's not just Christina and Valeria that we see as strong women. We also have um, our supporting characters of how Christina gets discovered with uh, journalists Fyla and Machu's. Mm-hmm. Which, which, yeah. And I really, I'll, I'll talk more about them when, we get more into the episode itself, but when, I mean, it's literally how Christina got discovered and Valeria finding that out that she's in Valencia. And I love that, I mean, I knew nothing about, if you had asked me two months ago who Veneno was or what her story was about, I would have known. But now, like, I'm, it, it, it's amazing. But that being said, I love that I didn't guess it and I should have. Valeria is coded as trans before like the reveal later in the episode, like her, light, oh, yeah. her pink lights in the room, purple shoes. Um,
1: staring at, at herself in the mirror. Like you can, like, as a person who is cis, mm-hmm. even I was like, well, obviously this person is staring at her reflection and wishing it looked mm-hmm. different.
0: I mean, like, I'm gonna say this probably at least a few more times while we talk about this, but like that scene, I'm like, I feel so seen right now. Like, it's mm. literally like what I've what I've wanted to see forever with that. I also love that it's not just totally a celebration of women, there's definitely a divide in the in the past between uh, Fyla and Machu's in, the, in their journalism, I guess. And Faila's trying to assert herself as a strong woman coming back early from maternity leave. All and right. is using her sex, I guess, to try to, to, to advance her career because she knows it sells.
1: I mean, you gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta work within the systems that you're forced to exist within. I find mm. it interesting that at first, you know, Faela mm. and Machuse are pitted against each other as like, mm. you know, like the mother and the the mother mm. and the whore, you know, those are very Correct. stereotypical archetypes of feminine, you know, female mm-hmm. presentation. And so they're pitted against each other, but then Fiel is like, no, we're not doing this. I'm going to support her. And then she makes an act of choice to be like, she's a good journalist. She's good. Yeah.
0: I Like that was probably one of my favorite things about this pilot that wasn't Valeria or Christina, like the, non, like the non-trans stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the parallels that, and I will say this happens in each episode, they find something to parallel in Christina's life that somehow par- parallels in Valeria's life. When they're talking about like the flashback in the Choose's piece about Take That, which I was laughing my ass off that it was Take That. Is
1: Take That, now are they the want you back for good band?
0: Yes, yes. Oh they're, man. They're them, they're Relight really like My Fire, the cover with Lulu of all people.
1: Lulu, the only reason I know who Lulu is is because Ad Ad Bab. Bab.
0: Everybody knows, them. that's pretty much the reason anybody knows Lulu, unfortunately. But like, talk, well, I like, mean,
1: mm-hmm. I'm sure in Britain she's mm-hmm. famous for whatever she's famous for.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a singer. I mean, she's been around for like forever. But um, I also kind of, I also love that this series is so real about like cis versus trans, in mm. that like, Fila wants her career to succeed. And when, you know, she's not sure what she wants to tell a story about, and then she almost literally runs a trans, runs these trans women over.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, and, and it's just, it's one of those where it's like, it's the exploitation of our stories. And, I, and I'm going to get more into that as, once we get to, to uh, the scenes in Parque Oeste, because I got a lot to say about that. Valeria's professor talking about the dominant opinion in media, which- mm-hmm i want to read that coming. book or an
1: article uh, or whatever yeah, the hell it is. The,
0: the elizabeth uh something something yeah 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 i'll i'm I, i'm looking for it I, I i need to look for it but it's definitely very true in everything it talks about like the dominant opinion in media and you know representation being basically everything so um well, and that's
1: how we are that's how we as a podcast exist
0: correct <laughs> correct and that's the other thing i want to bring up in terms of the production of this show as well is um los hobbies who uh, created the show are two gay men in a relationship with each other and they have the they, same
1: name
0: yeah i know that's why they called the los hobbies it's so perfect um they strived from the beginning that they wanted to have trans women playing these roles they wanted to have a trans trans writers and a trans crew in in almost they, i think they said that there was at least one trans person in every department on this on this show, which I think is just, it's incredible. It's really incredible that they saw that and they knew, they, and they were just, they were fans of Christina's story and they wanted to tell it. There's mm-hmm. also hint, There's also hints in this episode. And if, and, if, and for anyone who watches the show beyond this one episode, there's hints in this episode that Christina's life is kind of a little bit of an exaggeration and she's an unreliable narrator. Mm which is really like, it's a great way. It's hinting so great in the scene with Amparo and um, Valeria when they're at the restaurant with um, cute little gay Chinese boy who they don't even give a name to. Mm. I also really loved Valeria's immediate defense of Christina when it, when it's like, oh, she's at La Fay, She's with the trans prostitutes. And she's like, how come she's a prostitute just because she's trans? Right, well, yeah. Um, which actually leads me to my next point. But like, ha-
1: that's how she became famous was correct. as a prostitute. So like, yeah, you're defending her, but it'd also be like, mm-hmm. oh, so you know, she's a gay mm-hmm. icon just because she sings pop songs? No, no she's, fucking.
0: Well, she's also she's Cheryl. very
1: proud of the fact that she is a gay icon.
0: Yes, yes, and actually, on the note of trans prostitutes, um, I love how when they get to the scenes at Le- at uh, Le Fay, like it's just so normal it's like it's it's just it's, it's these women doing their job which also brings me to the point of legalized sex work um it's
1: very paris is burning
0: yes and i love that it just it feels real and some of these actresses before they got their start in spain were sex workers <laughs> so it makes sense um and it's also here that we meet Christina's best friend Pakala Pirana, who is played by the actual Pakala Pirana.
1: Shout it. That's
0: yep. cool. Yeah. That that's it's I was just I love her entrance. I love this, like this older woman just like still strutting her stuff, knowing she's the shit, and like the way that like her entrance was treated with such reverence. I, lo- I was living. And I I, I love that like. She wasn't forceful about telling them that Christina was not there. Right. But but it, it's like good night, safe travels. I really also love that like, you know, you had like the bitchy moments with a couple of the with with the, a couple of the girls before uh, Paca's entrance, but they weren't inherently mean. Like like when they were like like when Valeria and Amparo were like, okay, we'll go. It's like no, no, stay. That's polite. Stay. We don't bite. Yeah. And then we go, and then we jump back to the past, to the scenes where Viola ditches the assignment that already was a lame idea to begin with and was already faked. And she goes with her cameraman to Parque Oeste. And this sequence is, it's, it's so tense. Like I remember when I first watched the show, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? This is it. I'm like, I'm like, scary. Like bad news, girl. Bad news. And then we have Christina's actual entrance. Um, And I should point out, you, Christina is played by three separate actresses. Um, We have Hede, Hede, who is not in this episode, but she plays Christina before she transitions and during the beginning, beginning stages. And Hede actually delayed her transition for the filming of this show but not in like a weird fucked up gatekeeping rupaul's drag race kind of way but because she wanted to have
1: like being true to the embodiment yes yes
0: yes 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 yes. um the younger christina that we see in this episode is played by uh, daniela santiago and the older present day one is played by isabel torres i feel also it's important that say their names Um, but her entrance is the stuff of legends. I love it. I just, she comes out in like this mist, like like we said, like mm-hmm. this fae and just comes mm-hmm. out like quips for days, that hair, those tits, everything. I love it. And I love that scene, but I love the next scene a lot more. Like she talks with Faela, answers her questions. And then Faela's like already got a great story just with that Right, but, but she gets greedy and wants to start shooting B-roll. And this scene with the B-roll is way more like up my alley in, in terms of shit that I love. Because I love how immediately the trans girls close ranks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like immediately once they see that camera. And I'm just like, okay. Another scene that feels very, very real. But well, really what they say
1: it. later is like, you're just coming to look at it. Paca says it and mm-hmm. just coming to look at us like it's a safari, like we're these animals, like we're not humans. And the reason later that mm-hmm. uh, Muchas Muchas? Muchus Machus. Machus. <laughs> much-, much I mean shit.
0: We're, we're calling her Muchas for now
1: Fine. The reason that ma- uh, muchas was <laughs> did so well is mm-hmm. because she went up to them and she talked to them like they were humans because they are humans Yes! And was I know, just like, right? hi, how are you doing? How's everybody tonight? Mm. You know, it was just like, you know, being a human being and getting yeah. to know them as opposed to like gawking at them from her car. Like a like one of those fucking drive-thru supp- Oh, like that that TikTok person that I sent you the the TikTok of where the uh the buffalo came in there. Yes.
0: yes. Oh gosh, right? Uh anyhow i want to drive um, through safari i want to drive through safari now but not like an exploitive kind of way um but there's
1: one not far from there's one like an hour Mm -hmm. west of here anyhow Mm -hmm. um i like that that they you know that that they really like they weren't feeding it directly to our mouths of it but they definitely were like hey you you know you were trying to make your name and make your career out of our lives, and, Correct. and the least you could have done mm-hmm. was talk was asked to start fucking names.
0: Exactly, and it just like it, that scene gets so tense, and I didn't know exactly what was going to happen. Like yeah. once they once they brought oh god what's the what's the pimp's name Tito Tito once they bring Tito in, I was just like
1: I was so scared. I was like I don't even. I was like, I don't even know how important Faela and what's the guy's name, Pablo pa- Pedro?
0: Pablo Pedro, something. Oh god, I'm just I'm I'm Pablo is Pablo, yes.
1: Um That's yeah, Pablo. I, like I you know, when you're watching a movie and you're like, oh well, you know, this person's in the like it's about this person so they're yeah. obviously gonna live the whole time you know i was like is this gonna be a drew barrymore and scream moment like are they gonna fucking but die
0: you, but you also gotta remember you and i <laughs> you and i have watched hella joss whedon shows and hella georgia r. r martin shows and like i think that's nobody's like, safe in, nobody's safe that's exactly what it is it's i'm like i don't know the confrontation though i really do love it shows phyla's strength
1: yeah but she's a badass
0: She's a badass and I do love that she kept the tape but I do side with the dolls 100% in in, in that confrontation.
1: Yeah. 100%. Um, and I, what's a part that I thought was really funny was when Philo was smoking and uh Pablo was like what the hell and she's like I've already had my baby <laughs> she just lit up I I, thought, thought I, just, I,
0: lo- I I love that I love later in and also well when I get to when we get to this point like when her and my her and Machus go back to the park um I'll talk more about like, like we said, taking the whore and the mother and putting them together and mm-hmm. kind of defies everything. Um, I love it. I love that this episode really shows that Valeria needs this, that she needs to meet her idol. And it's not like done over the head. Like when she's sitting with her mom watching TV and she's like, that's Valencia, it's the newer part. And then, um, you know, she and Amparo go searching for Christina. And then we. And then, much like that, much like the search for Christina in the the present, we jump back to the past and they love Phyla's tape. I lived that they kept the bit in where they were totally reading Machoose and like Phyla's, again, smoking a dart. And she's like, no, no, fast forward, fast forward. Oh, right. And and Machoose just takes her glasses off and it's like, okay. But I really do, I kind of love that. that that they're kind of forced to team up, but but Mm. it also also really works. And I'm going to get to more of that in in a minute. But the moment that Amparo and Valeria find Christina is so great. I love that it starts off kind of funny with fucking music from Carmen where another one of our elders comes out and it's like, where's Christina? Or or, where's Manina, second on the right? The moment that christina is actually seen like in the present she's you know she's gained a little bit of weight because of her prison stint and it's just like
1: which seems backwards I, to me but okay
0: well part of it is she went up part of it is she would, she was denied access to her hormones she's in there for three years but also I, was, I see your point of how could she gain all that weight in that time but um but i really do I mean, love i'm not it.
1: judging someone on their weight i just know that no, you no, know no, when no. you're in prison what the fuck else are you gonna do
0: exactly but
1: then again i've been in essentially this metaphorical prison of this house during the pandemic and what have i done nothing
0: <clears throat> you, you've done so much mom we, we love you my I, house not is just clean. In, yeah this house <laughs> is clean
1: it is clean girl
0: yes. um <laughs> um I'll say more about this uh, toward the end as well, but Paka in the present versus Paka in the past. I love that Paka in the past wants Christina to succeed, but she's very protective of her in the present. Mm. But Christina is still Christina. So that's why she runs down and screams, you know, are you my fans? (laughs) Tartles the kid. And then, you know, there's the moment that they meet. They go up to the apartment and they're looking at old photos and, Paka like Paka isn't like an i, I love the pop that, that they just paca is literally just like oh it's you guys from the other night um right i love that but this is obviously and kelsey probably knows this knows exactly what part that i'm like this is the moment that i felt seen as fuck mm. in this episode and it's they flipped a photo of christina when she's 30 and she's only been on her hormones for a few months and she turns to valeria and says
1: when are you gonna start
0: and like and Amparo is like, what do you mean? And Pac is like, your friend's one of us. And it's just really just one of the best trans coming out scenes I've like between like I've seen to date. It's handled so well. I love that pa- I love that Christina says, take your time, which is something mm-hmm. that I want to say as well to anyone out there who might be thinking of transitioning out there and is not sure if they're ready or not. There is no timetable to this there's no rule book for right this. do it when you feel comfortable
1: because the world makes it seem like if you don't start early then you're gonna just look like a man in a dress your whole life which is not acceptable because you are who you are no matter what's happening on the outside and right. however people see you is it's their problem you know what i mean right. like if if someone mm-hmm. like with emperor emperor says like you are a really smart girl you know, she sees her, she sees her friend for who she is.
0: Yes. Definitely what you said about Amparo, just seeing her for her, is I I love it. Um I, I also me for me. Yeah. <laughs> God, I miss that. That's
1: I 100%. love that song so much.
0: I do, I do too. Um, I also want to say that like Amparo is the ally and friend that every Absolutely. trans person needs. One hundred percent. Um all, which also leads into my point about I love that with Paca and Christina and Valeria and Amparo, it's that really it's that message about chosen family that we make for ourselves, that like we yeah. find those people who are like us and and and, and we just we're together with, with them. Yeah. But um, f- when we flash back to Fio and Machuse and Parque Oeste, and I love that what well, what you well, like what you're saying about Paca definitely is there in terms of the surprisingly sweet. It's also in a weird way kind of funny because, you know, Machuse makes a good prostitute in in, in the getup that she's in, but there's also scenes where, like, Phyla is, like, tailing her, and she's like, no, 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 get back to the car. That's her, that's her back. And then there's, like, the girl's like, do you mind? I'm peeing. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, and I mean, I also love that Phyla knows what she's doing. She has to do her assignment, but Machu's is smart and knows that Christina, in addition to fame, also wants the money
1: right i mean who doesn't want money
0: it, exactly and I, I i it's it's so it's so brilliant i've heard it i've heard of think of that um as the episode wraps up um valeria's closing monologue kind of goes back to what we were saying about representation why it matters and is really honestly what this show is is yeah. it's just a big shining beacon of trans representation. I love it. Um Fyla also I also love this strength that Fiela has to choose her her family over her career at the end. I thought that yeah. was great.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's interesting how um you know we're we're shown Fiela and we're shown that she's based, it looks like her position is being taken by by mucho. <laughs> and
0: um, <laughs> Esther well, well, mostly he, if like you watch this? Very, I'm sorry. <laughs> she It's it. a
1: very underrepresented position, yes. which is being a woman from a very male-centered mm-hmm. field, coming back f- and feeling the pressure to come back earlier, so you're not missing out as much. Feeling the pressure of have of doing a really good knock it out of the park you know, job the first day that you're back feel, you know, it's just all this pressure to be relevant and to be, you -hmm. know, um, an asset to the, to the company or to the show or whatever, you know? And it's, I'm sure that there are mothers all over the place who will see that and be like, that's, that's an experience that I have lived.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I just, when I like, it's weird because even though like Viola's pursuit of Christina seemed very exploitative in a lot of regards. Um, I really was rooting for her. Guys, i like Tyra Banks. I was rooting for her this whole time.
1: Well, yeah, because you see her as kind of like someone who's trying hard to to get back in that rhythm. And you mm -hmm. want people, you know, you want everyone to win unless that person has been shown to be a shit bag and she's not Not being a shit bag. bag. How can I not? It's my, it's one of my favorite words.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> uh before I wrap things up, I also want to say I love the soundtrack on this cranberries for mm, one. Mm-hmm, yep, um yep. Th- uh, the Spanish band Dover, who I never heard of until this show, and that was that was wow. the opening song. I know. I was like, I need them. I I need them in my life. They're on my uh Spotify at work. I love them. Um, but I love that this ends with. Valeria like I also it also didn't hit me until until I was re-watching it that we never get Valeria's name until and I think it's so great that the hobbies did that that we don't get a dead name that it's just solely Valeria right,
1: right. there's I'm, no I'm dead like, name
0: I was like what's her name oh. oh 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 I love that I love that she tells Christina and that, that she and Pac are just there for her but mm-hmm. there's one line that I gotta I mean, I gotta show Is this the
1: out. line you said you were gonna get tattooed on you?
0: No, that's, no, that's episode seven. Uh, uh, Dejale uh, de que vale un poco más. Which is not actually what I'm getting next month on my body. I've got a different tattoo before that one. Um, but when she's talking about her experiences with Christina for her professor's report and outline, the line, um, she made me see I wasn't alone. And again, representation. And I... Right. I feel like I got to pick a couple of people, but the biggest one that I can say is like Tiffany T. Hunter, who formed this Continental lives in St. Louis. She really was one of the first trans women that I looked up to and that I pulled, I actually pulled her aside um, at the great Fox that one night saying in a very small voice, like, I." I think I want to transition and she's been nothing but supportive of me she's just a, a lovely human being and I hope that every trans and gender expensive person listening to this knows that I'm there as well for, for y'all and I hope that you have someone who can show you that you're not alone in this I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You got any notes that, that we didn't touch on? I-
1: um, I love Amparo's car.
0: I was living for that car.
1: <laughs> Hilarity. I, I just loved it. What are you drinking?
0: I'm drinking a Steagle.
1: Oh, it's just in a bottle instead of a can.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: So yeah, I love the car. I thought it was really fun. It reminded me of my car, that I, my first car that was full of ridiculousness. And then um, this thing passes the Bechtel test all over the damn place. All over the damn place. It's glorious.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I, I wanted to point out in terms of, I, I think it's it's Pac. I know Paca is played by herself. Um, Wani, who is another one. Who, she was the um, she was the sex worker who, who they were berating her about her nails. She's another actual friend at the oh, of the yeah. race, who they put in there. Um, and the rest of the series is glorious. If you're gonna watch it, watch it on HBO Max. It's so good. Um I love that I've watched it three times. Might be watching it a fourth episode. The Selena. whole show? It's only nine it's only eight episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mom.
1: Love you too, baby.
0: Did you did you enjoy it?
1: Yeah, I did. It was, good. you know, it's a good you know, I'm trying to Increase my Spanish skills because mm-hmm. you know I'm being the anxiety ball and perfectionist Virgo that I am. I feel like I'm never gonna be good enough to to speak with a, a native speaker, but but uh, you know when we were in Costa Rica, I survived. So the more I do it, the more I'm gonna feel comfortable with it. So
0: honestly, after I honestly after I got uh, watched the series the first time, I, I every re- I downloaded Duolingo. I've been practicing and yeah. I managed to get a copy of Christina's book because they're very rare because her family tried to stop production on them and it's totally in Spanish and I'm either going to have to read it or translate it.
1: Yikes. Do we find out what the deal is with Christina and her mom?
0: That's all I can say. Um, you you did say anything.
1: Watch... You just made faces.
0: I can't... Well, thank you for the... Thank you for, for uh, dealing with my ableist tendency on accident for this... Medium since it's audio. Um, yes, you do. It's, it, yes, you do. It's in a future episode. Um, and Lola Rodriguez. I, I, this is the what? This is the one that I totally got a big old crush on Lola Rodriguez, who plays Valeria after watching this series. And she's been transitioning since she was in her teens, and um, apparently, like when they asked when they. Uh, asked her to like play this role and even in, in like the pre-transition things for Valeria um, she's like I got to work out a lot of de- a lot of thorns that I was still carrying around which I thought was great um, yeah I, lo- I love this show watch this show that's all I can really say that's I mean that's all I've got tonight is that's
1: fair that's fair Um, yeah I loved I loved it I am going to have to see if my, um, you know, natural apprehension, not apprehension, my resistance towards something that somebody specifically you has, (laughs) um, has shoved down my throat so much, like legit. I've it's, it's up there now. This show is now in a place with like it's a wonderful life of things that have been like forced upon me so much that I'm resisting it, which I I've promise, never seen. It's a wonderful life.
0: Yeah. I promise that the only reason I'm obsessed with it is because I mean, it's, it's made
1: for you. It's made it, for It's you.
0: truly made for me. I mean, like when I saw Pose three years ago, I was like, this is incredible. It's ballroom. It's something that I love, but this isn't like the story that like, is my life and even like to this this isn't my life as well but there's something in it that I I really like when I say I feel seen I really do there's parts of pose where I feel seen but not not the way that I felt seen watching all episodes of anano and yeah. it's it's just it's really been glorious it's been a, it's been really cathartic um the other cool thing about the show is if you do watch the english dub which no shame they cast trans actresses for the voices for all the trans characters as well. So that's props great. on you. Props on you, HBO, for that. Actually, and it wouldn't be me without a name drop. Um, Aurora Sexton, who is, she used to work at Play in Nashville, and I, she's got a bunch of titles that I can never remember. She dubs uh, one of the girls in the park, and I'm trying to remember which, oh, Manola. The one that's like, why are you filming us? What's up with <laughs> the camera?
1: Mm. So, mm-hmm. That's great.
0: So that's all I've got for tonight, y'all. Um, make sure you're joining us next time when we're going to be talking about the 2015 movie Mad Max Fury Road, which I'm so excited to talk about.
1: I guess I'll watch that. Should Do I need to watch the original Mad Max?
0: No, no. This is a rare thing where it's, it's, every Mad Max film is kind of independent and from the
1: standalone.
0: Yes. You don't need you don't need to watch all of them. I mean, if you're gonna watch anything, watch Road Warrior, but I, I just just use my movies anywhere and just watch Fury Road and end of discussion on that one. Okay. So Ginger will hopefully be back with us next time and We missed we, her. We missed her. I'm kind of curious like her thoughts on this. I mean, if she watched it, great. If if she watched it great, if she didn't watch it, also great because we're all Maybe about Maybe she was
1: like, if I hear Sarah talk about this one more fucking second, I'm going to burn something down. I'll just not do this episode.
0: <laughs> God damn it. All right. That, that's all I've got. That's you all i what I've happens
1: got. when we don't have Ginger? It's just, just yeah, like, you know, no it's concentrated like concentrated mom.
0: It really is. It's like there's this and Ginger's usually in the middle. Tonight it's Yeah normally
1: like... she's like hey Kelsey Don't be such a bitch And I'm just like "Maybe."
0: Hey. <laughs> Alright that's That's all I got tonight y'all Bye.
1: Bye I am a woman Hear me roll in numbers Too big to ignore And I know too much To go back and pretend Cause I've heard it all before And I've been down there On the floor No one's ever gonna keep